Hey there, weebs. Welcome to the Weeb Power Hour, where we talk about everything anime and manga every Thursday on your favorite podcast apps. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and follow us to stay updated when new episodes drop. We really appreciate it. With all that out of the way, let's get right into the anime. And I bet you, you pour, you pour milk before you pour in your cereal, you fucking freak. And I'm like, oh, I bet you, you heat up Hot Pockets and then you freeze them again and then you eat them afterwards. <laughs> Lance is in here. <laughs> he can't hurt you. Sorry, that came yeah, off the top of my head. I thought I, I thought I made that up myself. <laughs> <laughs> he's warming up food for us right now. Sneezes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah in the dungeon. Ding 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 ding! That's that's the best bell sound I can make. Uh, hey, come on in, come on in! Welcome to uh, Out of Your World Barbershop. Come on, sit down, relax. What would you like done today? Hey, um, uh, I don't know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I want something a little bit off the off the shoulders. You know, a little short. Okay. Uh, maybe cut around here. I also want some colors done. I'm thinking maybe like uh-huh. a uh, ashy blonde. Give me a, like a side bang across my right side. Um, yeah, something simple. Okay, I think I I, th- I think I can make that possible. Okay, go ahead. Close your eyes and let me okay. do my work. Thank you. It's my first time here. Oh well, I mean, I I give the best haircuts, but also the best uh, head massage. If you catch my drift, no. Okay, here we go. Turn turn you towards the mirror. All right, so I decided. You said to cut it short. So I cut your bangs extremely short. So you got little stubbles uh, right at the top. I know uh, it's it, uh, apparently in the anime world. Uh, I don't even know if anime is still a thing nowadays. Uh, but in the olden times, anime world, uh, a lot of characters love having these cute little stubbles on their head. They uh, look like children, uh, even though they're like, you know, adults. So uh, I cut I cut that short. Uh, and except for blonde, I decided to just go and smear my own shit into your hair it makes you look totally better it's all brown with a little bit of yellow coloring <laughs> and so you still get a little bit of blonde but that's just corn that i ate the is other is that night. what that smell was yes uh you would attract all the boys or girls i don't really know what you're into uh but yeah yeah how, how, how do you like it i i don't know i didn't want to look like a child but you said it'll attract all the boys and girls yeah, I mean the, the the stench alone will make sure they they come within a hundred feet of you. I I, I love it. Yeah, great. That, make sure you yeah. give me that five star review, and it will be uh twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Okay. Uh, thanks. <laughs> okay, you have a nice day now. Wow, that hey, lady's hello. sure attractive. Hey, what's up, my Glorglop? How you oh, doing? What's up, my Boobop? Yeah, Slap, go ahead, sit down. Slash me, slaps you drunkles, sits down. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a nice uh, picture of drunkles you got there, too. You know, uh, like, nice, you. like a, good, yeah. a, a good full family. Yeah, you trying to... Yeah, um, yeah, he's my cousin, actually. Them, 
trying to get them into a uh, Brinkley University down the street. Yeah, they're trying, dude, but he's so stupid. Uh, understandable, understandable. Yeah. Um, listen, All listen, right, man, I got a real simple okay. haircut. Uh, just shave me yeah. down. Give me with your uh, zip zap over there. Um, there there's uh, have you ever been to a Crunkledorp and like the airstrips over there? I want I want it to look oh, exactly yep, like the airstrips in Crunkledorp. Okay, and then I'll give okay. you some extra uh, pungles if you make it look good. And oh, okay, hey, great. maybe maybe give some extra money for for those kids down for uh, Brinkley University. I don't care about them, but okay, you understandable. Got it. All, all, all to your right. pocket then. Go ahead, close your eyes, and let me do my magic. Slash me opens eyes doubly wide and stares <laughs> at you the entire time. <laughs> so, 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 so. Man, this guy fucking just keeps staring. I can't tell if he's asleep or not. Slip, 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 slip. Okay, here we go. So, I. Uh, sorry, you, I had to you take asked, a nap. Yep, no problem. I you asked to shave everything off and make it into landing ships. So mm-hmm. I based off your hair of uh, the LAX airport. So there's a lot of turnabouts, and it, it used to be this old thing in America. I don't even know if you know what America is anymore, nope. but read a history book. But it's I basically, don't know about it anymore uh, either. I don't think I just land, know about it. <laughs> land planes, basically, not uh-huh, not, uh-huh. not like space planes, but land planes. Oh shit, LAX. That's the one with the uh, the really popular river, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've swam in that one once. Yeah, so basically, I created all these little hairs that you have on your body, and I made them into people, and I'm having them travel around your entire okay. body trying okay. to get uh, okay. to the gate. Yeah, right? It's yeah. really cool. I made 10,000 people on your body alone. Holy uh, shit. And uh, on the bottom here, it spells LAX on it. How do you all like right. it? All right, I'll pay you double. What's your standard rate? You know what? Since you've been such a good customer, free. I would just want the oh, yeah. advertisement. Put it all, you know, I'll put it all in your tip. How about that? Okay. What kind of, what, what's my tip? I don't know. A hundred percent of what I'm paying. I like guess zero. Uh, here, how about 20 crunkles? Okay. I'll take the 20 crunkles. That should buy me a, a badong sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, Get uh, the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to end conversations yeah. anymore, man. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's been a long COVID year in space. That's COVID. All right, bye. I don't know. All right, bye. <laughs> okay. I love this barbershop. Everyone wants to date me. <laughs> all right, so I could put that in. Uh, but hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I am your host for this week, Peter, and with me are uh, my esteemed co-hosts, starting from the far left, Avery. Hey, Peter. And uh, the lady on my uh, on my left, on my right, uh, Pinchy. Hey, hey, Peter. Oh, wait, he said right hey, after. Similar. Very similar. Uh, you may have uh, missed a voice uh, this week. Yes, there is no Lance. Uh, he is busy uh, doing some work stuff and traveling uh, to his parents' mm-hmm. place. Uh, so he couldn't finish watching all the animes or even make it to uh, the recording tonight. So uh, we'll just move on without him. But he should be back next week, and then uh, we'll be back to full power from there. Uh, so Here his bosses are lovely. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you saying that about me. Oh yeah, huh? Oh, you mean you mean the other boss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, the bad, boss that bad. he's working with, cheating on you with. That's very lovely. Oh, okay. yeah, I guess so. And like okay. the boss regards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm just gonna. <laughs> 
I'm just gonna move on from that. I don't know how to segue out of that. Uh, we still got plenty of anime to talk about this week, so let's get started with the latest news of the week. Uh, in amazing, fantastic news, especially for here in the We Power Hour, a show that we highly regarded uh, a couple of seasons ago. I think it was winter of 2021. Uh, an original show called Skate the Infinity uh, is coming out with a season two. I never thought we would ever see this. This is an original show by Studio Bones. Uh, I think they were already working on an OVA anime project uh, for Skate a while back. I think we talked about that uh, in one of our news segments. But to confirm a season two along with it as well, uh, this makes me highly excited to see uh, what they're going to cook up. Uh, like I said before, Studio Bones did season one. They are back for season two as well. As as the direct director, uh, Hiroki Utsumi, uh, the script supervisor, Ichiro Okuchi, and character designer, Michinori Chiba, uh, will all be back to uh, create another fantastic season, I hope, of uh, Skate the Infinity. Uh, this is unprecedented. We don't really see much or any original show is getting a season two knock. Uh, to, so I'm definitely excited to see where they can go because they ended season one pretty, pretty well. Good. I mean, yeah. yeah it felt not like really it much ended. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think we did talk about potentially if there was a season two, it would be like, you know, maybe they go international, right? And they have like a, a Japan team and It'd be kind of like the X Games where they like go against other countries and then compete to be like what's the best country of skateboarders or something like that. So uh, it could be could be a time for them to go international. Yeah. It could be a time for them to uh, stay in house and continue becoming better skateboarders in a way. So uh, we'll definitely see uh, what they are all about. I assume the OVA was supposed to come out next year, so we probably won't see the season two until much afterwards. After. So maybe late yeah. 2023 early 2024 release date uh since they just confirmed the season two or maybe they've been working on it who knows uh but we're definitely looking forward to it uh and definitely discuss it uh on future episodes uh and then finally another awesome news haikyuu uh had a countdown on the on the official haikyuu website uh everyone thought it was going to be season five news uh but when the countdown finished uh, we got something much different than what we expected is two films that will finish off the Haikyuu storyline uh, and pretty much finish this amazing, uh, probably one of the best, if not the best sports anime of all time that we uh, we have witnessed uh, right now. So uh, basically these two films, I can only assume they're going to finish off uh, the rest of the national tournament uh arc and then the final arc after that as well uh so still a lot of volleyball to play but we are getting very close uh to the end of it i believe haikyuu manga ended gosh i think it's been two years already since the manga ended so uh haikyuu is already getting to the finish line uh uh avery has like fucking binge watched the fuck out of it uh so yeah, we for forced three fed us, volleyball into him. Yeah, the, no, for the three of us. It. Don't at me. Don't at me. Uh, but for the three of us, we definitely are huge Haiku fans. And uh, to be able to see uh, the conclusion, at least, because uh, we were a little worried season five might not come out. But in a film, 
I guess that's good enough. I, I think I still would have wanted a season five to so they can take their sweet time uh, for every match. Uh, but Haikyuu movies have proven to be pretty good. Uh, me, me and Plinchy recently like rewatched the the movies, um, and they they summed up the seasons pretty well. Uh, albeit they cut out some very fun, fluffy stuff. Uh, but in terms of volleyball, yeah. still pretty good. If you want, you can check the news article down below. They do have uh, kind of like a little trailer uh, a bit. So basically, the first half of the trailer, they show a lot of uh, old clips uh, from previous seasons. And then they start showing off uh, little snippets of the manga and what you can expect from the two films. I pro- I won't play it here around the Wii Fire Hour because it's kind of spoilers. So let that be warm for you guys too. Uh, if you don't want to get spoiled, they do kind of show who they're going to go up against next and then in the future and some other stuff that goes by really quickly. But if you, you know, you know, you slow it down 0.25, you're going to start seeing stuff that you might, you know, might want to keep under wraps, uh, per se. So go ahead, watch it on your own time, on your own, uh, volition. But I'm warning you now, it is a little bit spoily. That just made me want to watch it. <laughs> I mean, if you want to watch it, we can watch it right now. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take your word you for know? it. Like, because <laughs> like right now, you guys already know who your next opponent is, right? Yeah. In, in terms of national yeah. tournament, but it's everything afterwards. They do show a little bits of pages of everything that happens afterwards. So, mm-hmm. like, do you really want to see it? Do you not want to see it? That's kind of the thing. So, obviously, it doesn't matter to me. I know everything. But for everyone that wants to be surprised when they watch the anime, uh, I think you guys will like it. Uh, but that is the latest news of the week. Uh, if there are new, any news articles you guys want us to check out, you can always DM us on our social media or you can email us at thewepower.gmail.com. Uh, we can check it out and then maybe we can talk about it on a future podcast. But let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Pretty small list this week. Uh, no Ao Aishi. Uh, they had uh, production problems, I believe. So they are delayed mm-hmm. until the following week. Uh, so we'll definitely continue on with uh, Aoi's uh, journey uh, next week. So for now, it will just be the two shows that we usually talk about. Uh, we'll start with Ruby, Ice Queendom, uh, Episode 7. Uh, basically, we are doing our final run uh, in Negative Wise's uh, Dream. We pretty much just blew past all the defenses we pretty much it's like it's like new game plus with us now we know every nook and cranny pretty much yeah know how to break through everything and uh we're finally into the middle be able to break through everything down uh john found another piece of a chess piece that would i guess save us down the road whatever i don't i really i still don't really get that and then uh child children wise just fucking blowing up the entire city galore and there's big titan versions of child wise uh blowing up the city uh, as well so uh uh open up the floor to everyone here how'd you guys like uh this week's episode of ruby it was good yeah it reminded <laughs> me of the first three episodes that we watched and how like uh jam-packed you know like really condensing yeah. all the information and just kind of running it definitely down. felt more fast pace than yeah. definitely. Yeah. in previous times 
I was gonna say I think we should put this in the top ten because you know current currently, if it shits the bed after this point, we still have to talk about it if it's in the media roundup. However, if you put it in the top ten, we can ignore it. <laughs> if it's on the bottom <laughs> half, I mean, and we watch you're it not anyway. wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're not that's wrong. And if it's good, then we talk about it. You know. Yeah, like, that's a good wrong. point. This show does have the potential to start dipping. Not not that it looks like it will, but I could I wouldn't be surprised if it did just because we in my opinion, we've dipped in quality a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um and now we've ramped up again. But the first three episodes was a huge ramp up, or maybe the first two. So I could definitely see that happening. That's yeah, not for a good sure. that's it's not a bad idea, Avery. Put it in the top ten, so we can just say, Honestly, yeah, that, just shit the bed, and then that—that's why I'm just rushing on. Uh, I'm, I'm just banking on a call of the night because I know I'm the only one that mm. vibes with it, and it usually hits the bottom half of the board. But no one has anything to talk about it, so I pretty much just get a freebie just to watch a show that I really like and let everyone know what I voted on, but don't have to explain myself very mm-hmm. often because there's really nothing <laughs> to explain, right? I I just vibe with the yeah. show better than you guys. That's it. I'm wondering where they're gonna use if they do the chess pieces like is it just like a a metaphor that's not going to be progressed with and it's just kind of like hey we got all the pieces what what are they going to do with it from this point on is really what i'm thinking yeah i mean um we've seen the heavy fairy tale folklore you know with snow white uh these past couple episodes so i assume you know those pieces must coincide with something yeah of a fairy the show tale as would well. definitely bomb for me if they don't <laughs> do anything. With yeah, it. just like we just decided yeah. to choose chess pieces just because, it. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember if that was a original thing from Rooster Teeth that they had to grab in order to form teams, but I think it might just be purely symbolic. Hell yeah, it has to symbolize something, right? Just that's just who they are. So the Snow White events have been pretty pretty heavy and stacked all things considered so has it been two horses because the first one that ruby found was a horse right or a knight i guess is what they would call it yeah because it's the remember. it's the chess pieces that they grabbed at the beginning right in episode one or no not episode one where they get launched and then they have to land and like the first person that you see you have to form a team and then when they grabbed both oh. it finalized the team that's what they grabbed they grabbed oh. the knight oh okay so it's a i totally forgot it's a callback that. to that i think okay. it's weiss wanting to have chosen who she wanted to be with now has to Could accept be. that she has to be with these people and yeah, you better fucking sure. do it because they're here to save your fucking lives so be grateful yeah that makes sense then uh, then that then that's gotta be it then that's just the piece to symbolize their their team their itself team. ruby yeah yeah can she accept who she wants to be with which is i'm speaking for lance uh great because <laughs> i'm assuming he loves the idea that wise can finally have a reason to accept that she's on a team even though we've seen her time and time again you know deny the fact that she wants to be on this team she wants to be a pirate she wants to be with people that she feels like mm-hmm. is deserving of her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Load and behold, Ruby guys are are you know well equipped to handle her and uh, and her baggage as well. So indeed, uh, yeah, definitely be great to see. 
Okay. Uh, with that, let's move on to the final anime on our media roundup, uh, Summertime Render, uh, episode 18. Pretty, pretty big loss for us. We thought, you know, oh, we were just going to win all the way to the end and maybe lose maybe the old man or maybe the sister, you know, maybe <laughs> one of those kind of side characters, but we kind of lost the one that we wanted to keep all along. Ushio, uh, yeah. pretty much got yeeted uh by uh shide and kind of got a lot of backstory with him as well got got pretty much how everything got started and how everything's gotten up to this point uh Mm -hmm. so now what do we do from here i guess that's the that's the question we can discuss uh so how'd you guys like this week's episode of summertime render fucker unlocked hard mode for him Like you can't, you know, you, you can't share those um, details. You can't unlock other shadows anymore. Yeah, I mean, she was the penultimate. Oh, one. you're so yeah. right. Yeah. How, how do you how do you make them believe you now? You just you kind of don't. You kind of have to deal with the cards that you have by that restart point. Yeah. Um, unless you can figure out a way to get her back, of course, but doesn't yeah, really look like that's going to or... happen sheer will and anger and spite or yeah some kind of game plan um, Shinpei learns new powers with his eye because he um, at the end of this week's episode he's bleeding out of his special eye so that can just be purely I don't know too much emotion he's at his limits of his powers or it could be a catalyst to unlock something more I think the eyes related to Ushio at that point. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Ushio was kind of like be, what the be. first shadow birth from Haine or whatever uh, was Something 15 years ago like from that? Rinusuke. Yeah, yeah when, when Rinusuke died and then there was a shadow of Haine, there was like another shadow that was formed during that conflict and that, that shadow was Ushio. So, yeah, like, Ushio was saying that's that why she Ushio thinks she came powers. out of Ushio's or Haine's, Haine's eye. Yeah. She specifically said that, and then Ushio had that weird self monologue yeah. that she spoke out loud, and Shinpei's like, "What?" And Ushio's like, "Did I say something?" <laughs> yeah, and then they so, t- t- totally just didn't go over that. But, so I wonder, like, we need closure that on matters. that. What the fuck was up with that? Yeah, that that's going to matter because yeah. my best guess is that somehow, like, not like a full Ushio, but just a part of Ushio. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to come back to save us in the last mm-hmm. moment where we think things are bleak because of how omnipotent she's been up to this point. The fact that she can control shadows, she can convert them, she can uh, create new ones, blah, blah, blah. She basically was a, a lighter, a light version of Heine, uh, yeah. Yeah. all things considered. So uh, I feel bad for uh, the sister, uh, Tor- Toriko, I think that's her name. Uh, she's fucked. She can't do nothing now because those two fucking babies that she had, she can't control that shit no more. Because Heine's yeah, like, gonna, no I interference. Start. I can fucking, I can take him over again. Oh, is that Same what happened Shadow in the Mew. episode? Yeah. So or is it assumed. Uh, no, no. So Heine, when that battle at the school, Heine took over the babies, and then she was like, "Ha, huh, I, I got this under control, Toriko. You're fucked." But then the right. baby started attacking her again. It was because Ushio blocked the transmission of Heine to the babies to control them and basically like shielded them uh, oh. from any brainwashing. 
So Toriko okay. was able to control the babies, but with, so with Ushio now... The babies are compromised, but we still have Shadow Mio converted at this point, right? Maybe. Cause Cause we, remember, we, we're like, not, Ushio converted her, so... Like, right, so we're not sure away? when that happened. When what happened? No, he he's saying that it's it's a possibility that the shadows can be converted back since Ushio isn't there. Like the babies for sure are converting back because you know they're low level shadows, right? They and they weren't converted; they, don't they were anything. shielded. They weren't turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mio seems so, like, or Shadow Mio seems like she's been turned, and uh, wheelchair mom is turned. Yeah, probably. So, I I, yeah, that, that's her. that's what I'm the most interested in seeing. What what's the effect yeah. to the extent that Ushio is dead? What the fuck happened? Exactly. And yeah, I, I'm I a little confused too because so much has happened that I don't remember where in time. Obviously, the scene where they're fighting teacher, but I can't remember in what time frame that was and what happened before that what happened after i can't remember there's so much fucking shit happened i know we're on like loop 10 already so i, I don't think they got the dad and stuff <clears throat> by that point oh i think they're still gonna confront him mm. i could be Damn. wrong yeah i'm pretty sure that's i mean they'll show us but at, yeah. at this point i'm like fuck i i can't remember so much happened yeah so definitely definitely a lot to unpack we're, we're definitely hitting that final that final stride with summertime render i feel like this is it mm-hmm. you know that like us coming back to, to loop 10 or whatever this is you know it's either now or never at this point like we finally reached a point where you know no more chances uh we gotta we gotta do what we gotta do <sighs> man now i'm thinking like oh man oh man nezu's gotta fucking kill his shadow wife again again well maybe he can't because he can't see ushio do her thing and i feel like ushio had something to do with nezu's um no she so she basically told him um hey i can send her back to normal but she's going crazy because um the little girl's fucking going batshit crazy yeah like she, oh, he just gave oh. the reasoning and he's like oh so that's why she's acting up well, I guess I gotta kill her now I wanna put so, her out of her misery yeah, yeah I, don't want her I was to suffer more any longer. like Nezu obviously we know that Nezu's been dealing with this shadow wife and holding it in he wants to kill shadows but I interpreted his ability to be able to go and say goodbye and kill his wife was because he saw how good when i'm saying it out loud it doesn't mm. make sense but while That's i was watching Maybe, i yeah. thought it was oh you know ushio is able to turn the shadows good there's a light at the end of the tunnel like i thought yeah. all of those things made him realize like, oh, i'm gonna go I'm gonna sh- <laughs> i have someone to go back to uh yeah the more Maybe. i say it the more it's not really making sense so uh, th- we, we still don't have a full understanding of ushio at the same time so like for you to kind of like is it this or is it that like it's i think it's kind of warranted because it's just like i don't think any of us are ready to have ushio die and not fully explain <laughs> everything about her we're still it's still a mystery of how everything came to be with her and how she was able to not turn into a shadow that we expect normally right like shadow Mew. so 
I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we 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 reverted back quite a bit of time. So I think this is like, I think it was right after the school fight arc scene. So, uh, a lot of stuff has ha- a lot of stuff has happened between that and current time. Yeah. So, and when we were watching the episode, and at the end, when we were grieving Ushio's death, uh, someone mentioned while we were watching um i forget who it was but they still have the hair so or ushio's hair somewhere in the house so maybe i feel like at this point we gone though (laughs) no 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 it's the original ushio's hair i guess so yeah maybe oh that's the original show yeah it's original like scattered hair that actual human Mio picked up so maybe could be shadow Mio or Mio because I'm pretty sure if we're at the timeline that we are or time frame Mio shadow has been turned and if she stays good then you only she can could, have one shadow though right you can only give birth to one shadow a shadow can yeah right so once you kill your own shadow they can't make another shadow of you oh yeah that's it Oh my god, you're so That's why so dad right. was all fucked up. He's like, what do you fucking mean? I don't have a shadow. That's um, right. So, can't be But, you know, copy. if you die in another reality, what does that do to your shadow? So, yeah, blah, 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 who blah. knows? Also, <sighs> I, I don't think Shadow Mew would be okay with that. I, it feels like Shadow Mew is, like, very, like, aware of her, her original version's, like, feelings and desires and everything like that. And she's kind of, like... She's pretty much getting the idea that Mio actually loves Shinpei and to give that up to make herself look like the sister. So like, you know, Shinpei has the sister instead. Like she would, I think Shadow Mio would be like, no, my deepest desire is I want to be with you. So I'm going to have Mio have you, not Ushio. I don't think she would turn herself uh, into Ushio to, to, to get rid of that, uh, that possibility that's fair so. shadow mio is mio's best advocate but she wouldn't be turning herself into ushu i was thinking that they would oh like she makes give birth one. to another shadow like how Heine did or whatever oh we'll have to ask Heine. <laughs> we gotta be like pretty please Heine, just make us <laughs> ushu again well, well we'll let you eat the rest of the island i don't care we'll fucking <laughs> just leave give without him please bye-bye you've already got like 90 percent of this island anyway i don't have any more friends here right so. it's just us yeah I just the grab more the 10 percent live on this island it's just us yeah so grab grab those kids that we saved and then uh, you know, just get the fuck out of here already so just, just leave grab alan save the kids <laughs> just fucking leave yeah i got my i got my bay i'm out of here um okay with that, that is the media roundup of the week. If there's anything you guys want us to watch or read on our downtime, uh, you can always let us know. Uh, like I said, you know, just DM us on our social media or EM us uh, your suggestion, and then we can check it out. And then uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's take a break from all this anime talk to play a little game that we like to play here on the Wii Power Hour called Take 5. Uh, it's a quick game that we like to do where we choose a topic for the week we have five items pertaining to that topic uh, and then we have five minutes to debate and to convince each other uh, how to rank them one through five pretty much the best to the worst uh, between these five items uh, so for the topic for this week uh, we did it 
very very long time ago but we did the best of mario uh enemies pretty much the little minions that run around the world uh so i figured let's jump into legend of zelda because they have quite a bit more uh, and very very distinct different versions as well so this is the best legend of zelda mob enemies part one we'll definitely do multiple parts uh down the road once we run out of other ideas uh for take five so these are the five for now uh for this part one uh bokoblins choo choo keys lizafos and octoroks will round out the five so i'll put five minutes on the clock and let us discuss which is the best and which is the worst mob enemies of Legend of Zelda. I want to say Choo Choo might be my at least top two. They're fucking top everywhere. Two. Then they scale to um, the player's is difficulty. Like, I, I can't remember Choo a Legend Choo's. of Zelda game where they weren't around on top of that. Yeah. And they're the most resourceful, right? You can make them into potions. You can make them yeah. into uh magic potions as well and uh, do all this other yeah. stuff with them they're great in um wind waker i really liked i think that rendition wind waker is also one of my favorite legend of zelda games but i think the choo-choo rendition in wind waker is probably my favorite being able to roll yeah. into the wall and then they fall down and there's like super stupid <laughs> in, in the mobile <laughs> games you are um What's the right term? You had to engage with them differently depending on their type of, um, mm. type of element. I'm pretty sure it's like that in the main games too. Like electric, yeah. you have to stun them first mm. kind of mm-hmm. thing. With or like the they have a tempo that you go with. Exactly. Um, I just want to say if Keese, Keese's Keese, if they're not your least favorite mob in legend of zelda <laughs> you sound like someone who hasn't gone through a legend of zelda game and oh, yeah, suffered i mean they're the zoo bats of the fucking, legend of zelda world i know well, that, and then they got like the fucking fire skull head form and shit too yeah are they the and same they can, thing i would consider them the same thing yeah What's i think there was fun? one that steal the keys as regular. well like actual like uh door keys and treasure chest keys uh small keys in what game careful I think it was one of the Holy DS shit. games. That okay. sounds like cancer. Sounds so. like they're using the keys to its fullest potential. Fucking bat, bats with rats yeah. with wings. But yeah, but for the most part, just to just to knock down a health, uh, a heart or two before letting letting you go. So there's ice, there's fire. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking annoying. They're so hard yeah. to target. Octoroks are pretty fucking bad too. How they dip in and out. They are bad, yeah. Yeah, even with the shield, and you're supposed to like shoot it back at them. Sometimes, like we don't time it correctly, they're already like yep. back mm-hmm. under the water. Oh, you're too you're close. Just, like, I'm gonna go underwater. I'm like fuck. Yep. Turn around, walk, and they're up, and they spin. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Annoying. <laughs> I remember the. F- f- I think it was Wind Waker. The first time you were trying to get to the forest temple or the Deku Tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like like these little like little river. Uh, platforms that you have to like go up slowly yes and yes. there's like octoroks in the water and then it's like every time i always forget and i'm like trying to swing to the next area yep, and yep. then an octorock just shoots me out of the air i'm just like yep. like i start <laughs> over and climb all the way back up and i'm like fuck my life they're only irritating yeah. like through and through yeah especially if you forget about them so uh fourth okay. so okay so fourth <laughs> octorock fourth octorock 
Uh, okay, so what are we looking at? We got Octoblocks at four, Keys at five, Sad at third. But uh, goblins are kind of whatever to me. They're 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 funny as a group, and they're funny when you're just fucking smashing the fuck out of them. But yeah, they're kind of whatever. I, I kind of like their golden forms. They're pretty nice. Oh, that's true. But I I would definitely put Lizophos folk under top as top or under yeah, the top uh, or. Um, so Choo Choo's at one? Under the top, Choo Choo at one, yeah. Choo Choo's yeah. are just too, they're too, like, malleable, you know? They just, also, they fucking work. Also, they're kind of iconic. Yeah. They yeah, are they're, iconic. Like the, they're like the slime of the Dragon Quest. Uh, there are, there have been world. games without, like, almost all of these, except for Choo Choo's. Yeah, they've been a staple. Well, maybe not the bats, but the bats suck. Fuck the bats. Yeah. The Zolfos are cool. When you encounter them, I think I can remember the encounter with them in um, Ocarina of Time when you're in the fire area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they, like, jump They're, out of the flames. Yeah. I forget <sighs> how they sound, but I, the first time I legit thought it was a boss. Young me not knowing any better and super scary. Breath of the Wild. They're really funny to mess with in Breath of the Wild because uh, their horns are um Super agile, too. Yeah. They made them more fuck you up like. if you mess up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of like the wild, a better... as like a weird lizard-looking thing, like crocodile, like bipedal crocodile alligator thing. I like them better this way. Like Twilight Princess one, I thought they were... That was like when they were like the most creepiest, uh, and I was like, this one's nice. I like this one. Yeah. But then it got kind of like... Got kind of cute in Skyward Sword. Oh, then, yeah. I love them in Skyward Sword. I'm sure a lot of people chameleon. hate the Lizalfos in Skyward Sword. The same reason why they hate Skyward Sword. It's because you had to... <laughs> they're Swing fat it a certain way. Yeah. Mm. And they're a bitch. They're like, oh, you have your sword up. I'm going to block up. Oh, oh, oh. I, I got you. I got you. Oh, I got oh, you. Oh, oh. You got to be faster annoying. than that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Then we can go... How's that list look then? then? <laughs> Looks good. Looks good. Keys on the bottom. I'm as long totally as happy. On the yep. As long as that's there, I'm like, sure. <laughs> it's done. That's all that matters. Okay. Well, here we go. Looks like we are in agreement for our take five this week. Uh, best Legend of Zelda Mob Enemies Part 1. Uh, coming in at number five, Keys. Four, Octorok. Three, Bokoblin. Two, Lizafos. And number one, Choo Choo. Uh, so let us know down below if you agree with our grades. Don't laugh at that, uh, Punchy. I said that in all seriousness when I said Choo Choo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let just, us know. In my head, it was chugga, 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 chugga. Choo Choo. And then you said Choo Choo. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, you let us know down below if you agree with our rankings. And if you don't, uh, how do you, would you rank these five uh, enemies? And then uh, let us know down below. But uh, let's move on from take five and finish up this episode with the anime ranking board for the summer season 2022. Uh, before the season started, we handpicked 10 anime, 10 animes to, to watch to grade week in and week out. For six of them, we watched all the trailers uh, before the season started and then we voted them in. Uh, a little different this season. Uh, as the usual uh, top 10s that we do, uh, we infused four of our own shows. Each host was able to choose one show they're, they're, chosen, they're choosing to, uh, for us to grade for the season. And you will see them 
uh, throughout the top 10. Uh, and then every week, uh, each show gets their points. And then we get to see at the end of the season, is it going to be one of our shows or is it going to be one of the summer shows? Again, we power our supremacy at the end of the summer season. Until then, let's jump into week six. We're halfway through this summer season. It's kind of breezed by pretty quickly. A lot of stuff has happened uh, in these six weeks. So let's get started with the bottom half of the board for this week six. Uh, of course, like always, uh, I'll read all the grades for the bottom five shows. I'll put 20 minutes on the clock and then uh, we'll discuss anything uh, on the bottom half. Uh, so let's get started. Coming in at number 10, uh, Isekai Oji-san, only because it is still uh, in delayed, I think. Good news, uh, Isekai Oji-san should be back on the 17th of August. So it's been two weeks since uh, Studio uh, Atelier Pontiac uh, got their COVID uh, outbreak. So it sounds like they're all back, healthy, ready to go, or you know, forced into having to work from home. I have no idea. But the two weeks are up, and we should be starting to see Iskai Oji-san back in our regularly scheduled uh, anime watching. So uh, look forward to that. But unfortunately for now, it will be at 10th place uh, for this week. Uh, coming in at 9th place, Devil is a part-timer season 2 with a blistering 14 points. The usual score that we should be seeing uh, here in our top 10. We haven't really <laughs> seen this kind of score for a while. Uh, but it's been pretty bad uh, for that was a part-timer the grades d plus from avery uh d plus from avery d minus from myself and uh, c minus from plenty i'm gonna keep reading lance's grade even though he's not here uh lance's grade don't count by the way he he didn't vote he didn't yeah, watch all the shows. lance doesn't get a voice yeah so these points would look a lot lower than they usually are but don't worry i mean for the most part think the order would have stayed the same regardless if you had voted or not but i don't know maybe we'll see you later uh coming in at eighth place engage kiss with 19 points c minuses for myself and avery and then c from plinchy and then we have a tie for sixth place uh first up call the night with 31 points with the grades c minus from avery a plus for myself and b plus from plinchy and then parallel war pharmacy uh, also comes in at 31 points with a minus from uh avery b for myself and then b minus from plenchy uh okay i will put 20 minutes on the clock and then uh let us discuss anything on this bottom half of the board i think in hindsight i could have given devil's a part-timer a lower grade but i think the episode before and i don't remember what grade i gave it the episode where the animation was super choppy and I know Lance made a point to talk about it. I think that one was my worst episode. I don't think that this episode necessarily dipped for that, but I think this show has just been been like a little kitty roller coaster with no no highs, just a lot of circles. Yeah. I mean, all the comedy feels like it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is tough because, I mean, that's what you're writing on is the comedy and like none of it's... I, I don't even remember <sighs> if they crack any jokes like or any tropes or any funny situations this past week. I think it's just kind of um, like been all baby serious. Headbucks, headbutts demigod. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. I think sure. that was the only joke that I can remember. Yeah, it's, it's kind of tough to want to believe in this show. Was it this week that the baby 
No. Nope. Alice Ramis. <laughs> Is it? But the, that's just the most recent joke I can think of. Right. Okay. Is no, it this, this week? Is the the sea cottage? I'm the trying to. Oh, the sea yeah. cottage. Yeah, we we right. found another job. Uh, because the McDonald's is uh, remodeling or whatever, so we need another job for now. So we took the guys over to the sea cottage, the sea cafe on sea the world. beach. Uh, and then we find out that, you know, it's not even built. It's all fucking dirty and disgusting. And then we had to do our part to try to clean it up. The girls are following us for whatever reason, uh, you know, to keep tabs on uh, Malsama and then, you know. Everyone yeah, we is went there. back to the slice of life of Devil's a part timer and dropped kind of the the plot or story and focused more on the characters. Which, if yeah. you're really into the characters, this is a good episode, but kind of fucking boring. <laughs> they're the, like, I know it's it's super anime that they're just there conveniently and they have something yeah, to attribute. Course. It's very feel good. Get get everyone together. We're all you know close. We can work together, but... Ship's already sailed mm, for me. It's mm-hmm. already, like, kind of unsalvageable at this point that you wasted my first five weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really what it is. Or four weeks or whatever. And just, yeah, it's just this. Like, so this sad. Is so, like, I, I don't want to blame the baby because there's a lot of other big problems <laughs> that this show has. But the baby definitely constricts them. And a lot of stuff that they, I feel like they would do in a situation if the baby wasn't there. Yeah, it and totally diverted the the flow of the story. You're, you're right, yeah. definitely constrains them. Because now the focus is, how do we take care of a baby? That's a completely different slice of life. Yeah, of for a sure. a part-timer. That's so different. You could have done yeah. so many other things. Yeah, and I mean, like, it just goes back to what Lance said, I think, last week, where, or the week before, where, like, if you're going to include a child or you're going to include a baby, they got to be their own character, right? Because <laughs> if yeah. they, if they, if they're going to test so much along. of the story, they got to be able to, yeah, carry something or they are a super side character and they just go along for the ride. But like Alice Ramos is like the focal point of this whole season. So she can't carry the show like a, like an Anya from, uh, from Spy Family or even like Kana from Dragon Maid where like when she had her own specific episode she was able to carry the episode when she went to New yeah. York by herself and then she ran into a little girl named Chloe I thought like wow this is fucking great I will watch a whole season of Kane, mm-hmm, uh, Kana of just, just going Kana. to different countries making friends and just throwing change at a hot dog stand guy to ask him for food like that's fucking adorable but Alice Ramos can't do that. She can't carry the show by herself if she needed she to. She cries. And she just she's cries. She's an actual baby, but she's yeah. this reinc- reincarnation of some angel deity, something, someone also, important. But she's also birthed from a seed that Malsama was fucking watering for how many years? So Yeah, and it's e- Emilia's mom angel that met Mao, so it's this weird quote poetry it, of the it's, devil it's just, and the angel to me, getting together it's just wh- a white trailer trash drama it's some fucking yeah uh, it's it's pretty surface area or uh, surface level yeah at this point Damn. i mean it's jerry springer in my, in my eyes at this point you, you guys just made me realize that I, i'm kind of indifferent about kana <laughs> I just, yeah i didn't think about that until now i'm just like eh, she's a character 
Yeah, like that's the thing. That's good though, right? Because then she's just the side part. The main part is obviously Kobayashi and uh, Toru, right? Like they're the main focus on the show. It's not like it's Kana the whole show. She gets one episode, like at best, and then maybe like a small spurts, but we don't see Kana every time. Alice Ramis, I can't, she's fucking there every single time. I'm like looking at a scene. She's just like right there. Just, yeah, all the problems revolve around her. Except and, for the cockroach at the beginning. It's well, been pretty. Yeah. And whatever this like fascination of this studio, like this studio hasn't done a lot. I assume, you know, they're just starting and, you know, trying to, you know, get their feet wet and stuff like that. Studio 3 Hertz or 3HZ. But stop trying to move Alice Ramos's body consistently when they're just talking. Like they're just, it's just <laughs> a group of them and they're talking in a circle and Alice Ramos is like, arms up down up down up down up down up down like the whole way through like i can't stop staring at it it's just this baby just moving its arm up and down for no reason <laughs> it's like what the what the fuck are we doing guys like you call this animation is like you're just phoning it in so i make a light novel by the way in the background there is alice ramis moving her hands up and down all right let's continue yeah. with the dialogue yeah or like there was like she's like trying to play with a toy and she dropped the toy and she's like trying to like grab it and she's just like reach unreach reach unreach and i'm just like why 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 focus on the talking focus on like the story building you're trying to get with the adult characters nope uh, 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 uh. it's just it's like i i, I can't, can't sure. not look at that He's so cute oh i love kids i want a kid ah i want to punch him not <laughs> uh, anything else on this bottom half hmm um uh you know i was a little worried about how they were going to um incorporate the whole big evil bad guy inside of um parallel world pharmacy but it's above par is what i would give it yeah. Like very much so just taken like, uh, you know, they, they researched the main boy. They're like, he's a very giving and forgiving person. We can easily just fucking honeypot his ass and be like, oh no, my dying dad in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Please come help mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like the, the thing that you get every time and you're like, when you're playing the Witcher three or fucking whatever, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, come so help me. Side quest. Yeah. I, I'm in trouble over here in this deep, dark cavern. <laughs> Yep. And they turn out to be a werewolf. And yeah. you're just like, oh, fuck. So, yeah, I, I think for sure, if anything, to give credit to the show, it knows what it is. It stays in its lane and it executes everything uh, properly. Like, it, it makes sense that the church is afraid of this weird. Oh, yeah, that's a demon you know, child. Like, to anyone, yeah, that, that's like a fucking demon child. Yeah. <laughs> miracle that just happened in the middle of the fucking sea for no reason other no, than... No, definitely not miracle. That's yeah. fucking... Because all they Fire. know is deep, dark, fucking mana energy typhoon in the middle of, like, well, what, you know... What do you, what do you call for lake. a miracle then for, for hell? Like, like a disaster, I guess? Uh, um... I don't, I don't know there what are the definitely American words. miracle term miracle um, term oh i don't know yeah it's like the, the opposite of miracle in in hell uh a curse yeah i guess cur- his curse would have been would have been one plague doesn't hit right but that's kind of 
the idea mm-hmm. that that's the avenue of an event happening that's negative um instigated by someone yeah this is a double child bringing about a forsaken prophecy or some shit plus the fact i feel like once you hear just on its own a young boy noble opens up his own pharmacy by the grace of the queen that's weird why why a young boy he's just a child i don't care if he's from a noble family oh he healed the white death from the queen he made a deal with the devil the one that we sent to her on our <laughs> yeah. trying to sabotage her and take over the kingdom yeah, by yeah, the we church's to... Fuck this prophecy. kid. <laughs> wait, wait. I this mean, kid, he got hit by lightning and survived? The lightning that we prayed and summoned Maybe, yeah. to kill him with? <laughs> that was like in the middle of downtown where he got struck too. I thought it was, he was like out of the pasture right. hanging out. That That's shit's totally fucking yeah. hilarious. I love that. And then just and then just got transformed into this other guy. So what? It would be so funny if he opened up his pharmacy in that same town, and the people that are like, "I'm scared to go in there." (laughs) That's the child that got hit by lightning. In their head, they're like, "Oh God, it's that kid. He got hit by lightning." I swear to God, I saw him. He was dead. He was burnt, crispy. What the fuck? (laughs) Now he's here, healing people with magic. medicine that he made i don't think he got crispy i think he literally just passed out yeah which is kind of funny in in his own way where it's just like you got hit by lightning dude and all you did was just a nice little concussion that's that's it no burnt anything nothing crisp to a t but i've seen images of (laughs) uh lightning strike victims where they do get that pattern like that's yeah, why the, when he first pattern. comes to, he's like, "Oh, this is a natural phenomenon that happens when you get hit by." It. And they're like, "No, mm-hmm. no, 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 you're fucking blessed, boy." Like, okay. I mean, he does have the powers that go with it. <laughs> it yeah, yeah, that and it's shaped into the god that you know they they worship too. So it's kind of like, oh, you yeah. know, it's yeah. kind of too much of a coincidence that your lightning strike made into that shape. So I uh, like that they've added so much more than. Well, I guess it's not so much more. It's the addition of the having no shadow. I think it would have come across the same if they had just said, your lightning strike mark is the symbol of our god that we worship, and you have this crazy ability. Well, yeah, um, but no, no one has seen the mark yet. You know, he always hides that. Yeah. There. I thought that was smart. Interesting, creative, different yeah. that they added. And you don't have a shadow, by the way, like... Oh, and I bet you you pour you pour milk before you pour in your cereal. You fucking freak! And then it's gonna be like, oh, I bet you you heat up hot pockets and then you freeze them again and then you eat them afterwards. What's this right here? <laughs> he can't hurt you. Sorry, that came yeah, off the top of my head. I thought I I thought I made that up myself. <laughs> he's warming up food for us right now. Sneezes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah in the dungeon. Uh, okay, anything else? I think we still got seven more minutes. Uh, engage kiss. Pretty standard uh, delivery from what I expect from this show. It's If it wasn't A1 Pictures and the fact that like sometimes they pull <laughs> off like a pretty nice animation fight, I think this would have been almost getting to the point of an F. Like, that was a part-timer. Is like, it's getting close to being F every yeah. week for me mm-hmm. but engage kiss i this storyline sucks so much yeah. 
it's so all over the place it doesn't know yep. where it wants to go who's going to be the focal point on it i thought it was going to be Shu for the most part but we kind of like fuck him you know like i don't really care yeah. for now it's kisara now, okay fuck her kisara, now it's yep. more of the other girl like it's too many like all over the place and not focusing on a single thing now they added the nun and now the nun has said that there's like some kind of calamity that's gonna fall on this town and that she's here to uh eliminate it and she doesn't care if everyone di- else dies in this town yeah, she, or whatever. She just, and she's purged so she's supposed man. to yeah i was just like okay yep. so that now now there's this calamity that's coming down on top of the fact that we're just trying to solve our own eternal issues and just kind of like mm-hmm. well well i don't know fucking it's, it's just so much it's, i don't even know what they're trying to do just just focus on one thing because the concept is good enough like i'm okay with the fact that kisara can only power up by kiss whatever i i honestly see the the cataclysm that's upcoming as a way to just end the first season there's nothing else yeah yeah and that it's just a little oh, look at the big bad evil guy to come and uh cut the season short for us thanks guy yeah for sure i mean so. i think if it feels like they ran out of like what they want to talk about with Shu, like actually have a conclusion to yeah. his story yeah so they throw the calamity yeah to like oh forget about him we end the calamity with season one and then we never do mm-hmm. another season and then you'll never yep. remember that that's it what sounds we like the way that the i would plan our D campaign where you have these characters <laughs> you oh, let them role player for a bit but yeah i'm not ready to dive into shoes backstory i haven't written enough i know that he has a sister and he want like this is his reason but yeah. can we okay, okay focus on this give kisara a bit of a side <laughs> okay focus mission see, the difference is where, like, I think you do good and where this show does bad is that you're not shoving Shu's backstory down our throats at the very <laughs> beginning. Like, yeah. it was like two, three weeks ago, we sat in a cafe and for like Just 10 minutes yeah. straight, we talked about his backstory. Where, like, I feel like with you, you're like, give little bits or like, we have to find, you know, our own pieces and slowly build it together. And then, you know, you give us, like, the actual story down the line. Look at this juicy dungeon that we're gonna explore. Wait, Yeah, exactly. Wait, Wait, Uh, let's sit in a tavern and talk. Can we do that? Just talk. Yeah, exactly. About what? About me. (laughs) All about me. (laughs) I wanted to talk about myself. Yeah, so it's kind of like, why? Why why are we doing this? Like, Uh, just focus on one thing. One thing that I, that stuck with me with this week's episode, and it's, it's not really a bad or good definitely not a good thing but i don't think it's a bad thing either but just the fact that she had sex with a nun yeah no, no <laughs> i mean you made a good point when we were watching that the show tries to be edgy but it doesn't come off <laughs> no. like as edgy they say it as a joke and then it's like oh, i don't know how to really feel about this am i supposed PG-13, to laugh 13 man you just got a com- comedic relief up so. but the scene where kisara is basically begging Shu to tell her why he's using her. I forget the context, but you know, the scene is dramatic. Kisara as a love interest female. If we looked at this at a, as a romantic anime, right? Like it's yeah. a pretty important conversation to have considering yeah, sure. their relationship. So I thought that was interesting, but also kind of what stuck with me was that Shu he deflects Kisara's uh, like question by saying, I'd rather drop dead or I'd rather 
die than kiss a demon if it wasn't you? Which doesn't yeah. really answer the question. No. So I thought, oh, okay. I kind of hate that as a person, as a viewer. It makes sense because that's true. He's a fucking dick. He's a D-bag, which that's the saving grace of this show. If anything else, Shu is the only complete character in this entire show. He he has his motivations. He has the traits that make him who he is and is consistent throughout the show. Whereas like, even if I don't like the character per se, at least it's written well enough to where like I can appreciate and respect where he's coming from because you need these kind of characters in a in a, in a storyline that they're trying to make just yeah. write the story better <laughs> yeah his flaws have been really have, i think the best addition the, like they're bad in terms of what i think a person should be don't get me wrong but like you said you need flawed characters to make things interesting and him mm-hmm. dropping all of his money not being able to pay rent because he loves cigarettes and he's using Gambling girls <laughs> to his advantage. <laughs> yep. And like, you know what's going to come and how yeah. how things are going to be when he comes into the picture and, you know, sticks his finger into the mess and does stuff. But with Kisara and the, the other girl, like sad blue haired girl, I, yeah, I kind of really hate her. She was badass at first, but now it's just really sad to see her. Yeah, he just uses her, which is how he does it you know like he it's painful he's just good with the uh, with his way of persuasion and, you know like like you said he deflected the question that like would have answered everything for kisara in terms of their relationship but he deflected it because you know that's not a question he wants to answer because he knows it's not going to be something that she likes i can see he'll lose, he'll lose a weapon <laughs> that way I can yeah. see his character being redeemed because he used to be such a great guy before he lost all of his memories. Uh, the, the redeeming thing you know, will be just like, he sees oh, his sister wow. at the end. And the reason he is who he is is because he's willing to shed any extra weight to make it to his goal, which is to save his sister. That's the that's how you redeem that kind of character. Because then after he sees his sister, then he's like super nice to everyone, right? Because there's no need for him to be a D-bag anymore. I'd still hate him. <laughs> I mean, I that, would too. I just, this but, but that 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 is <laughs> that is a stand. very good statement. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm so happy you treated me like doo doo. <laughs> I love cleaning up after you and feeding you cabbage. So, uh, okay, with that, uh, that is the bottom half of the board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grades, uh, and let's just keep moving on. Uh, with the rest of the show, the top half of the board, the top five. Uh, with this one, we go a little bit slower and we talk about each anime individually as we move up towards the top of the mountain for week six. Uh, so starting at fifth place, Tatami Galaxy with 38 points. Uh, the grades A's for myself and Avery and then A minus from Plenchy. So pretty similar across the board. So I will open up the floor to anyone here who wants to get started. Uh, on this week's episode of Tatami Galaxy. The more that Ozu has been getting caught after the fact of the whole, um, I'll call it like turning point, you know, where they had the whole thing with like the turtle brush and all of that. Um, there are mentors. Mm. We don't even see the girl anymore after this point, but um, he's turning yeah. more omnipotent might be the best way to put it. Ozu. He, yeah. He's becoming like more of like a, 
a conscious inside of uh, Watashi's head or even something. But well, yeah. not that, but like he's very much like a more of like a force that's around him rather than an actual yeah. person. Because I don't, it, it you know, like he, he was a red figure before. Yeah, now yeah. he's now he's just popping up when no one's around and it's super convenient. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. So that could, I don't know. It's just the whole thing of the the catalyst happening and then everything running down deep into it is yeah i don't, I don't know what to think of it at the same you know just, yeah i really like that they the showed fuck? red ozu when they did because they were talking about him and he shows up and disregarding the weird conversation that they have um the dentist and watashi just like you were saying avery to me it feels like ozu's some kind of curse because they always bring up this, what do they call it? The string of faith or the red string of faith. Like, I know what that means mm-hmm. in connotation, but they, since the first episode, Watashi's like, he's always tied to me. He, no matter what I do, he's always yeah. there or whatever. Um, yeah. feels like I can't tell if this story is, I mean, if you think about it too much, this could be a metaphor, right? of yeah for sure ozu being the bad conscious driving you to do bad things but is this a story of someone who's been given the task to haunt this man ozu being tasked to haunt watashi because of something that he'd done in a previous life i don't know just like throwing shit out there but yeah i I could see that but um with, with the whole divergent thing i it's probably not the case because he gets to relive his life. I I, I could see mm-hmm. into that because he's like, oh, there, here's an older version of myself coming back to haunt me. Look at the worst scenario that could happen with my life. But at the same time, he looked like a hitchhiker and someone who's been like searching, you know, Watashi's yeah. older self has been yeah. searching for him. Maybe yeah. a conscious version of himself. him inside of these timelines. I don't know. Could be. I mean, like now that you guys are talking about it, you know, now maybe like Ozio might be the idea of like this is what could happen in worst case scenarios or this is like the devil this is this is the side of hell and he's trying to push Watashi to be like on the other side so he's like pretty much like like tempting him but in a way still pushing him away to make himself better definitely like something something to where yeah and like pretty much just like some people do better when their backs are against the wall right kind of like how Aishi for example right like Aoi plays better when people are shitting on him and pushing him into a corner that he's not comfortable with. He's basically getting Watashi to be like that as well. I'm going to make you so uncomfortable that you're going to force yourself out of the situation and you're going to be better at the end of it because you're pushing yourself towards a goal that's better than what I'm like trying to envelop you in into. Maybe that's the case as well. I, I feel like this show might have one of those things where depending on who you are, what kind of mindset you have in your life or where you are in life in general, you might interpret it in a multitude of different ways, which is pretty cool if if that's the case. I feel like after we watch this show, I kind of want to watch it again like the whole way through. Just like there's like a marathon nonstop uh, to see if like I feel any different because giving me the week in between kind of, I don't want to like lessen the impact of of the episode but it's just kind of like okay well i'm busy right like i got other shit to watch and got other shit to do so then uh the the storyline or the ideas or the morals that it's trying to tell me isn't as impactful if i watch it 
uh, back to back. I love the little segment that they did of uh, what's the name of that Pixar movie where they have like the consciousness driving humans oh, inside out inside out yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the fucking it's- cowboy that's playing as his dick <laughs> oh my god yeah. that was that whole scene I, was like literally the worst character in the show so far <laughs> yeah. yeah little Johnny many reasons yeah yeah when he first you you keep hearing the the cowboy and the first time he does it in my head i'm like oh my god is that his dick speaking because because it's so reactive (laughs) to um the hot dentist lady and i i i was aware of it at the time but i wasn't ready for how fucking far they took it and how like in your face it was but i but i love it at the same time because it's like it's an actual situation that uh, plenty of people have gone through where it's just like, do you go with the flow when someone's drunk and then, you know, have that one night stand or do you be respectful and don't do it? Cause obviously drinking doesn't give you the best mindset to make decisions. And do you take advantage of that or not? Uh, it's something that, you know, it, it pretty much speaks to Watashi and his, his morals basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and Ozu making like fun of him uh, for not being mm-hmm. able to decide and pretty much run away and kind of and kind of the stuff. It's just like another another thing that Ozu is just like, hey, like man up or shut up kind of thing. It's just like either you do it or you hey, walk away. He was he was fine with that at the end too. He's like, you didn't do anything, right? He's like, no. He's like, well, what are you complaining about, man? Oh yeah, I know, but I mean, like, just I I, I guess in 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 a way, in in my head, Watashi still kind of ran away a little bit except for confronting the problem like sitting in a bathroom till the till the morning is like (laughs) i don't think is the solution to your problem right like you're you're lucky that it just got to the point where uh she left i think right i think she just like got up and went to like a convenience store somewhere else yeah yeah and then she had to use the bathroom somewhere else it's kind of like that's not how you're supposed to confront your problems kind of thing so (laughs) I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I guess people, I will have to see. So, but I, I like this. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's, I don't know about C. It's done. <laughs> he went back in time, baby. <laughs> no, I was, I was talking about our fans. Uh, fans down below, if you have a situation like that, let us know if you did what Watashi did. No, no one does. What do you mean? No, they no all watch does. anime. That's true. Yeah. You're never going to be in a situation where you're out drinking a hot dentist lady. Yeah, and she licks so. your face. Mm, probably not yikes so uh but yeah i i'm i'm very happy with where things are going like last week was like the turning point where we kind of stopped going to clubs as much and we were kind of like really honing in on watashi and like his life and how he views things and his relationships with other people and it's been kind of a roller coaster i'm I'm really surprised we still haven't seen akashi to that point to like kind of help mitigate everything because she's kind of like your like you're light at the end of the tunnel, right? Like you're like you're saving grace and uh we haven't really seen her, so he just keeps he just keeps going this roller coaster ride that he doesn't know where it's going. Yeah. With that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh coming in at fourth place, uh with thirty nine points, Ga Ray Zero with the grades A's across the board. Uh so pretty even again. Uh so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh what do you guys like about this week's episode of Ga Ray Zero? Back with the blood, baby. Uh, fi- I mean, we're finally back to 
what I thought was going to be where we're like would be for the rest of the the whole season where it's just like it's action it's it's jam-packed we're fighting people are dying there's like an actual mm-hmm. evil going about we finally got to see the white kid again uh i think since yep. episode one right uh so uh that's been it's been great oh, that was a great episode finally finally back to it as much as like i kind of get why they were trying to build it up because then now i get the whole yomi and kagura relationship better and you know i can understand how tied they are together uh yeah kagura being now, incredibly dependent on yomi for everything exactly so now the hesitations that i saw in like episode one or two or whatever mm-hmm. now it, it makes more sense right so i'm also under the impression that uh the guy that owns the ferrets and yomi don't really love each other so when you they know do. if he oh do they it's not they don't they, they don't do. show that it. scene that's yeah that they're very they're like they're both tsundere's so when they that scene where they show them getting together at night is supposed to be the oh they're just awful people okay. but they, they actually like each other show it. okay yeah i thought it was just one of those things where just like oh you're like you're my brethren like we see we see the same mindset we see the same goal in mind and we're like very like-minded but that's it it, it didn't come off as uh kind of like romantic under the moonlight no one want no we're not gonna allow anyone to see our romance other than ourselves that's how private we are it, it that definitely didn't come off that way yeah i didn't catch it the first time but okay good to know yeah because like her killing or sort of killing ferret guy on, on in episode two was kind of like i was like eh? I mean, kind of right. What does that mean? At the end, does it really matter that much if he died from his fiance? Because it didn't really seem like they cared too much about him. But I guess now it does make a bigger impact uh, for Yomi's character uh, in the long run. She has to kill the people that she loves. Obviously, it's Ferret Guy and then Kagura. <laughs> like in terms yep, of the yep. totem pole, and maybe maybe Daddyo adopted Daddyo. I don't really know how that works. Excited to see how they play out the um the god why why am i forgetting a most basic term like uh, cliffhanger the butterflies the oh. cliffhanger yeah there we go what was the cliffhanger to this episode with the whole the girls are like yomi what the fuck's happening dead dead fucking doctor oh, on the dead, side dead yeah, her head's nurse. like chopped open <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that is that monster still there? I know. Even if it is, they definitely can't see it. It's just a dead fucking doctor. <laughs> Regular yeah. humans can't see shit. <laughs> yeah. They only had little sister. Like I saw, all they saw was like the back of like Kagura's head and her sword, like slicing across. Probably. Yep. So there's no context in what the fuck was going on. So I assume they're gonna believe in in Kagura. I don't think they're going to be that douchebag to her to be like uh, you're, you're evil you're going to kill us next and you know and then they run away and Kagura's like no my only friends that yeah. I care about and then another monster just go- comes in and gobbles those two up and leaves Kagura I mean, by herself in their context they didn't see anything they've only been yeah. harassed by an unknown deity there's yeah. some blood in the area nurse. and yeah. then now there's a dead nurse in front of them <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so did she do it was it the nurse yeah like i don't know yeah they don't <laughs> know kagura's like 
actual like uh backstory and everything too so like yeah. why is she carrying this sword why is it so fucking cool why does it eject why do you have an eject button on your fucking <laughs> sheath that's really badass i mean those are the kind of questions that probably be asked uh to her yeah, next right, week right in front of the dead body <laughs> yeah while they're screaming at the top of their lungs Akura. Poor May yeah, though. I, I thought <laughs> I thought we were gonna get more May, but she got fucking yeeted pretty quickly. So I was like, "Damn, Onechan cousin, that's kind of hot, and she's kind of mean and sundere like." And then she gets yeeted the next episode. I'm like, ah, "Can't have yeah, anything nice." It's like she was there. I think it, I appreciated her appearance because it gave a lot more implied kind of headcanons and depth to how Yomi was growing up. Because right away you can see, oh, yeah. because of the conversation that they had uh, with May and her dad, which is uncle or whatever, they mm. don't think highly of Yomi at all. She's not yeah. worth, not, yeah. So you can kind of imagine how they grew up as a child where even Kagura is calling this per- May like Onechan, older cousin, yeah, you know, respect. Sure. So this fucking white haired bitch must have been strolling around all head high and I'm gonna I should be the one to that's how I see it. Um Oh so. yeah, that too. And it was also like I thought she was gonna like be more in the picture with Yomi and Kagura. Cause Yomi she coddles the fuck out of Kagura. Like she babies her yep. 24-7. And I thought May was gonna be the opposite, where like, mm-hmm. hey, stop babying her. She needs to grow up on her own. She's 17 already. She's been carrying that sword for fucking years now. She needs to take over <laughs> yeah. the family business kind of thing. And I was kind of hoping to see that contrast where Whap. she gets in the argument with like Yomi, yeah, and just be like, Yeah, stop babying her. But nah, just no, she the worst did. the worst death ever is butterflies. <laughs> I still get I get I get chills every time I think about it. Fucking disgusting as hell. Just their little so hands on you, that... just sucking your body out. Yeah, I'm glad we got to do that one intro uh, where I got to introduce butterflies, so our fans know that you hate butterflies. And then I picked an anime with heavy, heavy butterfly, negative motifs. butterfly. <laughs> yep, yep. Disgusting. So it won't stop. People think butterflies are great. I think they're evil and Satan. <laughs> so. Don't put them in a snow globe now. No, dude, that's... Oh, man, I'm gonna fucking check that snow globe so far. <laughs> You'll just be letting it free, stupid. Yeah. True. I mean... Oh, never mind. I was gonna tell the story of... Is that the only good I, reason to have a snow globe? To trap butterflies? No, just don't have the snow globe in general and burn the butterflies. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> the hell? Why make the snow globe to begin with? They're horrible. Horrible gifts. A waste of money. Buy Pokemon cards instead. <laughs> so this is a morbid question, but we have a electric racket to kill bugs with. Yeah. So I personally have a like a subtle fear of birds flying over because the wings and like them being overhead kind of freak me out. It's nothing too right. crazy. I assume with butterflies, them flapping their wings are kind of freaky too. Am I oh correct? yeah, I would. I would swing the fuck out of the racket and try to catch. You him. would. Okay, oh yeah, because I, I think the fuck out of them. I just have an aversion to bugs. If I had, I already have issues with hitting the the fly and it seeing it stuck in there. I don't know how I would feel if there was a larger bug with big wings in the racket. Oh, I would 
no, no, no hesitation. I'm gonna let you know on a secret. I will buy a flamethrower and fucking blast. Hey, those are just it. butterflies on flowers still flying around. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm just gonna flame the entire backyard Gosh. to make sure I kill that one butterfly. Because that's, that's how much I like, hate butterflies. Yeah, pure hatred. I yeah. just wanted to like and fear. Get the this distinction and difference. Or like yeah. understand your aversion to them. It's, it's pure like the, hatred. It's like that new Jurassic yeah. Park movie. You know when all the cicadas were on fire everywhere? Dude, that's what you're creating. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that the newest movie? Yeah, yeah that's the newest Jurassic Fuck. I didn't get to watch movie. that with you guys. Yeah, you were busy It wasn't working. that great, but that was yeah. probably the best part about it. Uh, we could watch yeah, they were plugs. causing mayhem, too. <laughs> yeah, they're like big oh. cicadas, too. So they're like fat, and then was, they just got engulfed in flames. No, they were they were no not grasshoppers. No, they were like cicada type. They were like big insects. Oh, locust, locust, locust. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, huge locusts because they between. were like they were like farming them and then like mutating them so they can eat well, wildlife and and vegetables and eat destroy. things that weren't like hybridized with their corporation's DNA or some shit. Like, yeah, like yeah. They wanted to take they over. They weaponized it. Yeah. Oh. And so the like this whole like room got engulfed in flames and then the locusts were like flying around getting burnt found a, like an air duct busted through the air duct and it flew out into the world it and set the whole island on fire a whole island on fire big ass oh locusts just dropping on the ground like little like fl- fireballs falling into How the big? ground and like hand like, size big no like the size of your fucking forearm yeah they're huge <laughs> they're disgusting they're like it was like a bat, of, like a bat oh. filled with fire falling on the floor, but at like at fucking high speeds. So it was, yeah, I was disgusted. Ugh. But it wouldn't. That wouldn't matter for my butterflies because I disintegrate like them three out of ten. Just yeah, five, five out of ten movie. <laughs> it's so sad. I give it a six out of ten I, only I for it. the back half of the movie. Oh. First half was boring as fuck. So I'm pretty sure I fell asleep halfway through. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, coming in at wow, third place. Holy shit! Uh, Licorice Recoil with forty points. It's probably because Lance is in here to give that S ranking. Uh, but <laughs> Licorice Recoil at third place. Uh, with the grades A minuses from Avery and then A pluses from myself and Plinchy. So again, just all about the floor, everyone here. How'd you guys like this week's episode <sighs> of Licorice Recoil? I thought this was the weakest episode so far, but it's still a fucking strong episode. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Same. This is lore heavy. I, lore I heavy, yeah. Lore heavy episodes tend to not be as exciting. Standing around and talking kind of episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, to to get a little bit more backstory uh, on Chisato, even though I mean, all, I think all of us were already on that same boat that the white man. That uh, yeah, I feel like we're going in circles with that whole confrontation thing. <laughs> yeah, just, like we, we weren't being productive. <laughs> is he? Is he not? And then we kind of like got the answer, but then is it really the answer? He didn't really yeah. like say outright he did or did not give her the charm. And then he like had this whole like weird thing with Mika in the elevator and he was like, oh, you have to make a choice Mika. Like we, that's the reason we gave her the heart to begin with is so you can make the choice at the end and blah, 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 blah. And just so many like, like yeah. mini cliffhangers and not trying to tell us but try to hint at us at the most like cringe way possible. It's like, uh, you know, that, like kind of like storytelling one one really. Yeah. Still a compelling, I mean, we, like you said, we know, 
we know 80% of the story. So everything that they're saying is just confirming and being yeah, for sure. concrete. And now we get to have that. At least it wasn't um, just an audience getting that information. Chisato gets oh, yeah. that confirmation. Yeah, so I think that was too. the fucking sure. yes. We're progressing. This is good. And yeah. um, Takina, that's her name? The, yeah. Okay. Takina, she... Mm, I know... What is the word that I'm trying to say? Their relationship has been great. Um, we talk about yeah. a lot how Takina has been getting softer and softer, uh, acclimating well to Chisato's influence and just, I guess, what Chisato really wanted for Takina is to just enjoy life. Don't yeah. sell yourself to a corporation to kill you're better than that. And it's just really nice. They're very consistent with their characters. Uh, they don't make them... Like, this is such a standard thing that stories should do. Your characters should um, add to the story that makes sense for their character. And yeah. Yeah, that for sure. ending scene of just being like Takina, who doesn't really say much to Mika, she's late. Like that, that's, you know, it's such a normal conversation to have. You know what's going on, but just those yeah. small things, using your character as well, just fucking thank you. A1 yeah, for pictures. Sure. I mean, thank that's you. like, I mean, that's the strong point for this show, right? It's the characters. Like, if I took the story and then I just put it in another situation with a whole bunch of other characters, then it's just a, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a basic story because it's still kind of compelling in, in mm -hmm. a lot of ways, but it's still kind of like, oh, Takina was kind of like the hard ass. Now she's, you know, she becomes more of a well-rounded character. Chisato was the well-rounded character. She might revert back to to nothing at this point, right? It's kind of like uh, the ends of end of a spectrum kind of thing where Chisato might have to kill at the end. I, I don't know. I assume that's why the the dude that gave her the owl uh, pen, pendant wants her to do. So is Chisato going to get forced into a situation where she'll have to kill and will she do it or not? You know, that's like the morals from there as well. So it's kind of like one character is finished with her story. Now the other character is building on her story. So it's still story 101. Uh, but they really, made the character so good that it's it's fun. That just reminds me, I really appreciated um, Majima's backstory this episode. Yeah, like they they gave him the owl in the hand. He's like, and I've also met this bitch before. I imagine the tower, maybe not. Yep, yep, yep. It's got to be the tower. Be. It's got to be fucking tower. Or she was like fucking psycho killer back then too, or at least maybe, in yeah. Majima. He he definitely gives vibes that he's he's had history and the fact that he's choosing the tower to attack next uh pretty much just gonna be like the moment all the players are in that tower it's gonna be flashback city mm -hmm. or just gonna start yep. you know revealing like all the histories of that one mission that Lots changed of parlaying the fate. And yeah why do you why have, the have that heart you know yeah what happened yeah. to her did she died during the mission who who why did it give her that heart what was the reason blah 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 so uh i'm excited we're you know we're getting to the point where we'll hit the climax and then you know we'll go down this roller coaster ride and uh i mean i'm ready so also i need more scenes of this uh i put it on my background for this one i need more scenes of that fucking talking of running into chisato's big ass butt Holy I, shit. I wasn't ready for that. Good. 
<laughs> if this were two I, dudes, you guys would be like, eh, B plus. I almost gave it the S because of this fucking scene, man. Damn. But I was like, holy shit, I wasn't ready for that. Just fucking faceful of Chisata butt. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Coming in at second place with 42 points, a place further than the universe uh, with the grades A pluses across the board. So pretty good grades there. Uh, open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, what you guys like about this week's episode of A Place Further Than the Universe? You know, not going to lie, we've been watching Eurocamp and sometimes the show blends in with Eurocamp. Yeah, I don't, I mean, <laughs> yeah. cute girls doing something. Yeah, It's been like melding in together. I'm like, no, wait, different show. What the fuck? What yeah, happened? Shows, yeah. <laughs> but core concepts the same. It's just these girls that all come from different backgrounds and, you know, they it's just how do they problem solve oh, a little bit more emotionally heavy than your camp i gotta say yeah your camp oh, is yeah, definitely yeah. softer yeah. lighthearted. They, they don't got any problems going on in their life they just want to fucking camp they just like, want to camp right, go yeah, for it for sure but uh yeah these girls they definitely have trauma in their lives and baggage that they all carry uh and the fact that they had to travel to somewhere very difficult like antarctica like you know problems are going to arise and how they solve those situations and how their personalities mm-hmm. clash with each other you know that's a constant thing that they have to to deal with other than the fact that hey we're going to probably one of the more dangerous places on earth and we mm-hmm. have to be 100 percent safe or we could die you know we're just children at the end of the day so uh for them to sacrifice a lot to get their goals is uh is something that you'll see in the future i'll blow all my asses if one of these girls die Jesus Christ. Holy shit. The first triple S from the Wii Power yeah. Hour on one episode because one girl, one cute girl dies. Holy that'd shit. Be, yeah, that'd be huge if that happened. I'd be like, wow. That's going to be Lance and Licorice recoil, dude. The moment oh, yeah, he's yeah, to die, he would double yep. S on that shit. <laughs> no, would, you know, they, they kind of give you red flags there, but you know, cute girls doing, doing cute. Oh, fucking oh! hypothermia, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. Who? locked me out (laughs) (laughs) holy shit and then when they do the opening that girl's missing from the opening (laughs) 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 yeah that scene where they're like flipping the glasses up and down it's just like a big gaping open hole in the middle you don't see the girl flipping anymore oh god funny as shit so that's sad that's angel beat status right there oh yeah that's right yeah the conflict resolution in this anime pretty good very uh i i don't want to say that it's top tier because i think it could be better i just don't know how that would be but i think what they do is very cut and dry isn't the word that i'm looking for but they do it in a really short amount of time that's realistic makes sense um all of these characters act in a way that makes sense given like the small blips of backstory that we get from them uh, I think the main, I forget her name, the black haired dumb girl that lost her mom. I think she's the one. <laughs> that, yeah, sure, I see. That's her yeah. personality, right? She's pretty dumb. Hey, she's, man, she just happened to forget the passport. Happens to the best <laughs> of us. But she's she's very blunt. She says yeah. she's stubborn, but I th- I feel like she has been the one that we've needed the least amount of exposition because she's she does a lot 
and we see yeah. how she is through her actions, the way that she plans. So we already know what kind of person that she is, but to put her in this situation and the way that she, I don't know if she solves it because it, it takes two to resolve a conflict, but she's yeah. basically like, I'm stubborn. I'm not going to stop like that, that little heartwarming feeling of my priority is to be with, to go to Antarctica with you for, I think yeah. was really nice. If yeah, it, it I shows definitely, growth in her character. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all great. I I think the only thing keeping me from thinking that this show is the best or like top top tier, like I don't know, there's not a lot of slice of life drama. Eh, this isn't really drama, but you know, relationship centric animes that are amazing. Mm -hmm. um, because I think with the formula, this if I think about it realistically. And maybe I'm just like a pessimist, but I wouldn't feel as close to these people if I was that yeah, age sure. or if I was in this situation. So it feels almost artificial, but mm -hmm. the way that they play it out in the anime is really good. Yeah. It's pretty fucking I, good. I, I think that's how it is with, I mean, a lot of media, right? It's just, mm -hmm. it's just like a, like a hyperbole on, on a lot of situations, but it's it's more like okay, how do I apply that to my own situations, and how do I cater that to, you know, what yeah. what 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 I would do and what in those situations, and then if you can connect with it, great, you know, that's that's kind of like the whole point of yeah. why we write this story. If you can't, that's fine. That means you haven't gone to that part of your life or you haven't been in that situation, so it's hard for you to relate to. But uh, I think for the episodes that we've seen, especially the past couple episodes, you know, we've seen these girls bond more and more. And they're put in situations where I think it's kind of relatable, right? Where mm -hmm. like Hinata, she didn't want to inconvenience anyone, right? She she understood that uh, bothering people isn't the way to go because she doesn't want to be hurt anymore by uh, being an inconvenience to people. So then she decides that she can do everything by her own. But that's not how yeah. you should be living life, right? You should try to seek out help and you know there will be people there that would help you no matter what situation you're in or what kind of person you are. Because that's 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 the people you want to surround yourself with, and you know she's slowly realizing that, and you know Shrice you know she she's learning that her goal isn't the only thing in her life. Like mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. realized that there's friends in front of her that she shouldn't uh, miss out on because she's so infatuated with the idea of finding her mother in Antarctica. So uh, it's just those little things where it's just like you know if you get the core value of it and then you implement it in your own life, then uh, you can probably find a situation that you were also in, and be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, now now I understand better uh, that they were in." But yeah, obviously, I don't think I'm ever gonna like. I want to go to Antarctica, and then three months later, I'll go to Antarctica with three best friends slash strangers. Like, uh, you know, like the the situation itself is already like fucking wild as it is. But uh, I think that's the fun of that show. It's just like be spontaneous. You know, if if you really want to do something in life, you want to make every day count, then go out there and do it. Don't just think about it, kind of thing. And uh, that's why it feels fast paced in a way. Like they they're doing everything within like half a year, a year. So they're still going to be going to school after this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they're only like second unless years. they die. Unless they <laughs> yep, die. <laughs> yeah. No more school. But yeah. Uh, okay. 
uh, with that, let's move on to the final anime on our list. Nine anime down, one left at the top of the mountain, uh, taking back his first place spot. And I'm sure he is very happy, even though he didn't vote <laughs> this week. His show uh. is back on top of everyone else. Prison School comes in at number one with 46 points. And we have an S rank again this week. Back-to-back S ranks have been used. Uh, so here are the grades. A from Avery, A from myself, and then the S goes to Plinchy. So that is her first S for this summer season. Uh, so I think the count now is uh, one for Lance and then one from Plinchy. I feel like Plinchy just waited for Lance to use his. So he looks like the loser and then she looks totally <laughs> it fine It does seem like him. that way, huh? Uh, it right did after cross he my did mind. <laughs> uh, but the floor is yours, Plinchy, uh, for you to discuss whatever you like uh, for this week's episode of Prison School. I can't believe I have to explain why I asked on prison school. Yardle, yeah, well, should I put it down if you didn't want to explain it? But it was so good. <laughs> I feel like comedy really resonates with me a lot more than most genres whenever we're on yeah. the We Power Hour. And I think the delivery with this anime is just, I almost want to say nothing I've ever seen before. I wouldn't call myself. Well, I've never seen who, someone get punctured in the ass for like comedic relief <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> it's just he's ass boy at this point. It's so good the the reusing of jokes. I love that shit. Running jokes. It's so good. The jokes itself are classic WTF type jokes <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny the voice acting is so good so much happened in this episode this is probably true for a lot of previous episodes but we always get um scenes of the boys i think we've had a lot of gakuto and uh, kiyoshi centric episodes because they were yeah of course um they had them for a bit yeah yeah but it's mostly been either those two or just the boys and then big booba vice president right um i feel like this episode in terms of <laughs> lore right whatever <laughs> lore prison school has to offer um a lot happened in that sense uh student council wants to kick the boys out for whatever reason um whatever gosh, reason. i feel like boys are disgusting that's right. why we should kick them out well, the principles but they are kind of disgusting in this show they, they are, are disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> like all the men that we've seen even the ones that are out in public that uh fucking kiyoshi found he's like groping the, a, a girl's ass or some shit oh yeah that's right yeah on the train oh my god <laughs> Yeah. And then like the on, on the president. like on the street right, side, dude, they're just walking. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let, let me get some of that. Yeah, the <laughs> fucking principal with his boob mouse pad, mouse that pad. He yeah, fucked up and let out in the box. I mean, come on, dude. Then yeah, just, I don't care if you buy it, buy it. At, don't have it shipped to the fucking school. Ship it to your house, you fucking weirdo. But he works there. <laughs> yeah, he, I, he needs to, he needs to have. Something he doesn't have his big cock anymore. Others without tits, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But he threw away. He cemented his precious memoirs. (laughs) God, I guess it knows. What a fucking dude. What a man. Uh, The whole scene with Hana coming back, and just the overwhelming presence that she gives off whenever she's on screen. Like I feel it. Yeah, she commands attention. Yeah, it's. I don't know. 
I don't think I like yandere's. I don't know if Hana is a. She's definitely not. But that she has tendencies. She she definitely has some tendencies. But I think it's more yeah. just chalked up to she's just crazy, right? Like yeah, she doesn't know why she likes it, why she wants to get peed on and and pee on others. She just wants to. She's curious about it, and she just obviously she's so far in that she would go to any lengths to see it happen kind of thing. He's so misguided. Oh my yeah. god, the jug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jug. Just, oh just yeah, pee in this. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, the situations that they, they just throw out is so fucking crazy. Yeah. I have no words to describe other than this show is past due for an S at some point and I feel like this episode was just a reminder of how fucking hilarious this show is. How yeah unapologetically inappropriate everything is like middle school plinchy would have been like no i'm not gonna watch this this is so like gross yeah. and yuck but oh my god it's, it's so funny, funny. <laughs> but there's <laughs> like funny amidst like all the weird and disgusting and stupid shit that they do it, there's like a clear like well-written story behind it like 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 you said earlier in the first half of the the season it's all been about uh, you know, Kyoshi and uh, Gozara, right? don't like, yeah, it's just been <laughs> about those two, know. but we got more of like Wakamoto and we got more Joe, right? Like yeah, his yeah, aunts, yeah. and Joe. then like, and then Wakamoto just being fucking like coarse into having to sell out his brothers for food and mm-hmm. setups with tits flying into his face and every, everything in between. Uh, so. Uh, the fact that they can start including those guys in and, and it still feels fresh and it feels like, oh, yeah. now it's like a new arc, a new storyline being built and new mm-hmm. uh, relationships are being uh, tested and stuff like that. It's just like, fuck, if it wasn't so fucking weird, you know, this would be a pretty, pretty well-written show about these kids that are just trying to break out of school. But not nah, just every single time, just fucking principal, fucking it up. And then it just, it just trickles down. And he's just shitting on top of everyone else below him. So mm-hmm. yeah, the extra the extra focus and interactions with the other characters definitely was was needed, and it it still hits the same because they've been funny from the get go. But they're they're not yeah. being overused. Um, Joe and his aunts. That scene was fucking hilarious with the crow just wow oh my wah, god wah, when he wah. fucking <laughs> grabs the vice principal's like tits like just fucking claws <laughs> oh, the yeah, fuck yeah. out of them and just <laughs> and just like throws it to the side i was like oh fuck that is so cool <laughs> that animation god. was fucking sweet because he literally he palmed the fuck he didn't even care that he palmed probably yeah, the biggest tits in the school so pissed he was off. gonna kill her so i was funny. i thought that was fucking hilarious so. He would. Joe would almost kill someone. He's been calling all the women bitches since episode yeah. one. He's, I don't know. He's crazy. What a funny yeah. character. <laughs> Kiyoshi gets a stick up his ass. Yeah, it's poetry. This this anime's it's art. Poetry. Thank you, Lance. <laughs> 2015 was a wild year for us. Uh, okay, anything else? For prison school or any of the other animes that we talked about tonight. I like how Roy thought that it might have went end to end when we were watching it with him. Oh yeah, it was all the way up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what he was saying. I couldn't hear him. Yuck, yuck, and yuck. (laughs) Nah, yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. 
<laughs> okay. On that note, uh, we are all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you very much for watching or listening uh, to this week's episode. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, follow, share, do everything you can to help support the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, I don't think I have any other We Power Hour news. Uh, but other than that, any last words, guys, before we head off for the night? Morts. Rhyme that in your head and then watch it on the podcast viewing areas. Mumphy Morts. Okay. Uh, on that note, same weep time, same weep place, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.